me. Hey, you motherfucker tank. You let my little brother go. Fuck that, man. Let me smoke this nigga. I gotta smoke somebody. Hey, yo. Get your fucking hands off my brother. You're not really in a position to say who can go who. Why is everything such a hassle with you guys, huh? Your number has already been called, sir. Yeah, well, I was in the bathroom. You'll have to take another number. What? Better go on and get this out of my face, man, before I shoot him. Excuse me. I believe you have something that belongs to us. And we'd like to get it back. I can't believe you sometimes. <laughs> it's almost 5 o'clock and we're not giving out any more appointments. We only do referrals here now. These people working these government jobs and you can't get them to help you. If by some miracle you do get them to help you, they give you all this attitude like you're wasting a time or something. You don't have any insurance. How do you plan to pay for this? Possibly money order. You're a nut. We write all this shit. We helping with ideas and shit, but he do this. That's what I'm finna do now. Go out to Oakland, work on this music thing. Sorry, man. You know all that. Fuck you, bitch. I mean, why you always got something negative to say, man? At least the nigga being creative. Fuck, he ain't creative. I'm creative, all right? What, what you do? Fucking dress. That's just like a nigga to down talk another motherfucker because he trying and you ain't. You ain't shit. Well, good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. If you don't know who that is, well, yeah, that's Tupac Takamor Shakur. was born on June 16th, 1971, 51 years ago. I think that, um, I mean, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be said about Tupac and (sighs) whether he's alive or not, um, that whole murder and just, you know, the whole thing. All right. Who's better, him or Biggie? You know who I'm going to say. Um, but let's just celebrate the man. He's in Cuba. He's hiding from Jada. I think the tribal breakdown means like intelligent warrior, something like that. But I see. He's a deep dude. <laughs> he is. He is. If I go to South America, they're gonna love me. I'm telling you. <laughs> like you don't even want to see me. They call this place Weirdo Beach. I don't. know. It ain't that weird to me. When you first moved to Oakland, that that was your first stop in California. Right. And no, no. Marin City was before. Marin City? Okay. Mm-hmm. Then also. Well, you, you left Baltimore and came to Marin City. Yes. And when you were in Baltimore, you were in a, high, a school of the performing arts. Yes. How come you didn't enroll in one when you came to California? I, I couldn't find one. When I came to California, and I was broke, so I had to um, go to a regular high school. But you eventually dropped out, right? Yeah, sure did. I didn't have enough credits. Like, everybody was about to graduate. I came, went into the 12th grade, was about to graduate, everything. Right before I was about to graduate, they was like, you got to come back next year and get a health credit and a, P, a physical education credit. And I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. I had just barely made it out with money coming to school and lunch money and all that. I said, I got to get paid. I got to find a way to make a living. So I dropped out knowing that I would have graduated. It wasn't no big thing. Not to say that y'all shouldn't graduate, but for me at that particular time, it was more important that I find somewhere to live. But you did get your GED. You moved out on your own. Mm-hmm. And what, so what did you get as far as a job is concerned? What did you do when you stopped going to school? I only had two jobs ever in my life. One was in Round Table Pizza, 
I used to make the pizza, but it was good. It was the perfect job, Tabitha, because I was hungry and I got to like eat all the toppings off people's pizza. That's why, I, hey, because that all everything is right there. Could you imagine I was making pizzas on the side, <laughs> bringing pizzas home? I'm calling in my own delivery. You know what I mean? Let me get a uh, two shrimp with everything. Um, but that job I lasted about a month. Then I worked as the guy that packs your bags in the supermarket for about. Uh, let's see, two weeks. And the dude kept catching me writing raps by the time clock. I used to be like, you know, I'm gonna write for Instead hour, of loading people's hour. groceries. <laughs> she, she can carry her own shit. So, Did it ever occur to you that you might be able to get scholarships to go to college, or was that just not even an issue? I always wanted to go to college, but I wanted to go to college and be comfortable. Like how people, like, I don't know, this might be presumptuous, but like I know a lot of people that are in college, they, they, they have their lives already okay, you know what I mean? Like someone's paying for them to go to college. They have somewhere to live. They have somewhere to live while they're going to college. You know, they get money, all that. Somebody can pay their tuition and all of that. I don't, I don't have that. And until I can have that, I can't go to college, even though I want to, because that type of shit, that turned me on. That's Tupac um, in the 1995 MTV interview with Tabitha Swarin, and um, legendary interview, which was right after he got out of jail. Uh, you know, and began recording All Eyes on Me. Um, thought was going down. Yeah. A lot was going down. <laughs> but I wanted to, let's go over here, if we can. Talk about, I mean, the films, because, you know, and the music. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, Tupacalypse Now, Strictly for My, you know, Me Against the World, All Eyes on Me, Machiavelli. Um, let's see. He was on television. He was on In Living Color. But he did movies. He did movies. Here we go. Evidence points to wherever the fuck we want to point. I'm telling you, we can provide so much fucking evidence that even the asshole we pick will think he fucking killed him. Huh? So you got an asshole in mind? Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, we'll find a killer. We'll find some out there. All right, so I'm trying to remember. I mean, he did a lot of movies. He did a lot of he did a lot of music. Today is his 51st birthday. Wherever he is, Police bitch, man. All right, move. Okay. Oh, this is a union card, huh? 
Where are you, mine workers? Oh, man. No, man, we're musicians. We're a hip-hop band. Big chops, what you ever control? I control my life. That's bullshit. I got more control over your life than you do. Hey, brother, that. I'm letting you breathe, ain't I? <laughs> you can't even walk your own block without getting fucked up by a rowdy man. Let's not forget. <laughs> <laughs> man, what's your problem? You my fucking problem. People sweat up in the street. You don't even give a fuck. I think you're exaggerating. That's bullshit, man. We want from the cops, we want from Rodman, we want from security guards, we want from old man quills in his fucking bullshit store when he comes with that bullshit gun. All we do is fucking run. Feel like I'm on the goddamn track team. I'm serious. Check yourself, Q. You gotta snap some collars and let them motherfuckers know you gotta take them out anytime you feel like it. You gotta get the ground beneath your feet, partner. Get the wind behind your back and go out in the blaze if you got to. Otherwise, you ain't shit. You might as well be dead your damn self. You trying to tell me I ain't shit? I ain't trying to tell you shit. I tell your mama you ain't shit. Take a L to the J. What's happening, baby? You was my first love, and I can't get five minutes alone with you. One little dance. I so miss you. You know, this reminds me of our first dance together. Remember the husband? Yes, let's not go there, all right? Come on, now. A lot has changed since the last time we saw each other. I'm not the same brother you used to know. You want to smell my punani?
and stuff, man. Hey, man. I'm Tupac, man. Oh, it's all right. I got a show to do, and I don't appreciate your attitude. You know, we can Oh, I guess you're stepping to me, man. Why you look? Ooh, God, don't do that. Don't make me bust you up like that. And I don't see anybody else standing here. You must be stepping here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm going to do to you, Punk? I'm going to do this. You got big goals. So let's pull away. Now it was 25 years ago that the first of the movies that came out after the shooting in Vegas uh, occurred, and that was Gridlocked, an interesting film with Tandy Newton, Tim Roth, directed by Vondi Curtis Hall. Um, let's see. He did a lot of films. I just want to play the reel. Patty, don't let this black bastard off the hook, man. Let me fuck your wife, up. That's right, motherfucker. The children of the future. Let's get out of here. Come on. When you see me again, motherfucker, it's going to be gunfire when it follows. If bullet shows up, make sure he gets that bundle. It's got a red rubber band around it so you don't get confused. You understand that? You think you can handle that? Yeah, man. Well, what's the, what's the, what's the kind of problem, man? Don't worry about that. That's my fucking business. Now take this shit and get the fuck away from okay. my car. Okay. It's that Irish motherfucker I want. I told you he was a no-good backstabbing motherfucker from the door. Let me smoke his ass. You can tear Patty out the frame. The bullet is mine. You understand that? Bullet is mine. Man, that motherfucker got a destiny. What destiny? It's a black thing, baby. You wouldn't understand. You're young, stupid. And it was fun. So he said, fucking try some. Everybody got sick of dogs. Motherfuckers just running around throwing up and shit. <laughs> and for me... me that shit was like going back to the womb I, I never felt such peace this motherfucker is crazy man fucking <laughs> 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 real crazy oh, what the fuck did you call me man nigga mud come on man you know this motherfucker think he black and shit crazy ass motherfucker fuck are you doing Man, I can't fucking believe you, man. I tell you to get rid of this dope, and what the fuck do you do? What am I supposed to do? Flush the thugs down the toilet without doing any fuck that. Mama!
าไปแทนแม่นุ๊กแล้วสลายอยู่รักชวนน้าแม่Yeah, I've been feeling like my luck's been running out. Can't believe you used a fucking stunner gun. This is not my fucking gun. I didn't just use a fucking gun from the kidding murder. Listen, our shooting was supposed to be gang-related and unsolved. Only because we found the goddamn undercover cops, and we need to find a fucking 44 for evidence. Otherwise, we would have never fucking needed it. So don't point your finger at me. All right? Okay? Oh, fucking right. Fine. But you explain to me how we got the same gun for two murders by two different fucking killers. Hey, my gun, honey. Got your fingerprints on it. Fuck! I never seen that gun. Get the fuck out! What are you fighting now? Fuck you! I want to talk to a lawyer. A lawyer? What are you stupid? You think some hotshot lawyer's gonna come in here and save your ass? Hell no! All the evidence we have. Points to you, Cortez. Earning a college degree shouldn't take. So. Tupac did gang related. He did um, bullet. He did gridlock, uh, juice, poetic justice. Of course, we all know what happened with poetic justice and Janet. <laughs> um, here is Tupac t on the set of gridlock. I think gridlock is really the good film here. Yeah, well, in a way, because I felt like when. Upon my release, I felt like I wanted to be seen as a complete human being. I'm through, um, like, mimicking characters for people so that they can get a better understanding on what young black males are about. I want to mimic whole characters so that I can get a better understanding on what men and human beings are about. So now, it's like I don't care about making people understand how we are. That's what I used to do. Every part was just about digging deeper into who we So see, he had come out of prison, and I I don't think he wanted to make music as much. I mean, he did. I mean, he, uh, a lot of people have said that, and especially his mother, the late Afini Shakur, that he, he was being pressured to finish the All Eyes on Me album because when he got out of prison, he'd already recorded like nine songs from the double album. Yep. Cause you know, Shug, Shug is like cracking the whip. Come on, work, 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 pay me off, pay me off, pay me off. And then the master recordings and all that other stuff. And then eventually we lead up to what happened in Las Vegas. Um, so allegedly he died on September 13th, Friday, 13th, 1996. I don't buy it. Some people say, you're crazy. And they say, here's the thing. That's a murder. That's if, uh, you know, he was gunned down. But they didn't do a proper investigation. And he was cremated the next day. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And I don't think I'll ever buy it. 
Shout out to the true Tupac fans. James. Oh, yeah. We've talked about two. I, I, he told me. Please clarify this for me when you listen and text me. D- that he drove to Los Angeles after Tupac got a j- out of jail. He was a teenager. That's what he told me, though. So, that's I, I don't know if he ran into him. That would have been a trip. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, Tupac's real name was Les Land Crooks. He became Tupac Amor Shakur. The name was given to him by his mother, Fanny Shakur, who was a Black Panther. Um, in his lifetime, he released uh, Tupacalypse Now in 1991, Strictly for My in 1993. And then what happened is in 1994, he went to prison. And while he was in prison, uh, Me Against the World was released in 1995 and went to number one. He was the first person ever to be incarcerated and have a number one album. Then he gets out and then he starts to record what would become All Eyes on Me, released in 1996. California Love, How Do You Want It, become these big, gigantic hits. Then what happens? Las Vegas happens. While that is all occurring before he had released Machiavelli album where he was recording it and then it came out after all of that. So he subsequently released a lot of albums, allegedly posthumously. All Eyes and All Eyes on Me was uh, nominated for some Grammys. He didn't win. Um, that shows you the Grammys suck. He did make an appearance at the Grammys with Kiss, right when uh, All Eyes on Me was, you know, just number one, just blazing out. So yeah, it's a, it's always funny. Whenever I run into people throughout my life, the next generations who are just getting into Tupac and they got the Tupac shirt on, they think they're cool. And I remember one time I was working somewhere and they were all talking about getting into Tupac and I made them all kind of go, what? I say, hey, I remember when, when Tupac was around and they were like, what? I said, yeah, it was the 90s. You just had to be there. And they were like, one of them said, man, I wasn't born till 97. And I went, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they did love my theory that they were like, what do you think happened to him? I said, well, he's in Cuba. You're not, never going to see him again. They said, how do you know he's in Cuba? I said, no, he's in Cuba. If I was Tupac, that's where I would go. I'd go to Cuba. Come on. Embargo. No one's going to think twice. Is Tupac staying here? <laughs> yeah. no, Nobody's going to think twice. Renaissance man. Rapper. Actor. Writer. Possibly could have been a director. Poet. Dancer. Philanthropist. Tupac. 51 years. That's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Good night. Unpleasant dreams.